from behind home plate, your Orioles talk, section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. All right. I know you guys want to hear about some Orioles and not Peter Angelos. So I'm going to do my best today. I will not talk about Peter Angelos. Well, John Angelos. I respect Peter Angelos. John Angelos, I'm going to leave alone today. I might talk about Masson a little bit. All right, fine. It's John Angelos. He owns Masson. I'm going to have to dig into John Angelos again. But how about I start with the little Orioles? First, go check out Birdland Sports for me. Check out the shirts. I make them all. I either draw, I'll tell you a little behind the scenes. I either sit on my computer in Photoshop and I make these graphics myself or I do a really bad version of the graphics and then I send it to a designer to actually clean it up and make it better. Which ones are which, I ain't going to tell you. But I'll tell you, if I was drawing a picture of someone, it's more of a stick figure and I send a photo of the guy and say, here's my stick figure idea, see what you can do with it. You know, if I'm going to put Nick Vespi on a Vespa, that's great. I don't know how to draw Nick Vespi, but I love the concept. Therefore, but Vespi, written in the font of Vespa, I can handle that one. So it's about 50-50 on the website, ones that I designed myself versus one I had designers design. But it is 100% shirts that came out of my head that I created that I wanted because I wanted to wear them myself. Um, the whole point of Birdland Sports, the t-shirt company, is that I spent a lot of time on the internet looking for t-shirts, trying to find an Oriole shirt that didn't look like every other generic baseball shirt. I went to Camden Yards, and I saw some cool shirts. I went online, and I couldn't find them. Now I went to Camden Yards again later and couldn't find them either. Because everything became generic. If you want a baseball shirt, you buy it from Fanatics. Doesn't matter. Whatever the team is, if you want an official team licensed shirt, it's Fanatics. They're the only ones. Which means the Orioles t-shirt looks exactly like the Yankees t-shirt. They just change the color and stamp a different logo on it. It's frustrating. I, this came up a little bit. When I, we did the interview a while ago on that great book, The Fireballer. Really good book. Can't re- I cannot recommend it more. Uh, I am now a 9U baseball coach, as you know. And man, I think about this Fireballer book a lot when I'm out there. Definitely read that book. Check out our interview with Mark Stevens from about a month ago, I think. It's been a, it's been a bit. Uh, but it came up in there, and I had to call the guy out in it there because I was like, you did a great job on all your research. You had Patterson Park. You had Pickles Pub. You named all these places. But you called us Orioles Nation, not Birdland. There's a difference when it's made by one of us. And that's what I wanted from Birdland Sports is it's one of us. It's me. It's a member of Birdland. It means I can get the shirts out faster. If we've got a nickname for a guy... I can get it up there. If John Angelos says something really stupid, like we should be the next Tampa, the shirt's up there the next day. Because it's inside. Whatever your inside joke is about the Orioles, if it's going around Birdland, I'm in on it too and get it and can get it on a shirt and we can all have fun together with it. That's the whole point of Birdland Sports. I, I'll tell you, 
Since then, I tossed out old Oriole gear, got rid of my Machado shirts, Jones set aside, Chris Davis shirts gone away. All my all my Orioles clothing now is Birdland Sports. So uh, it's like those old commercials. I'm not just uh, the owner. I'm a client. Whatever, whatever that was that hair plugs or something that used to advertise that way when we were kids. But check out Birdland Sports. Really, that didn't mean for it to be a long ad for Birdland Sports, but I really appreciate how much excitement there's been behind it and how much support I've gotten from you guys because it was a selfish move because I wanted t-shirts for myself. And I'm glad that I'm not the only one that felt that way. It's exciting to hear get a, a message from guys that work at the uh, in the Orioles clubhouse saying, hey, these shirts are awesome. I'm buying $200 worth. I'm buying another $100 worth. The players have some shirts. They all love them. It's really cool feedback to hear that I wasn't alone in saying, hey, the current crop of Orioles gear kind of sucks. We buy it because it's black, orange, and it's got the, the bird on it. But would you buy it if it didn't have the bird on it? Eh, I don't know. So, yeah, if you got ideas, send me your ideas. If I'm missing something, send it on over. All right, here you go. You want to talk a little baseball? Because something exciting happened yesterday. Something that made me wish I drove the four hours over to Sarasota to see this happen. Grace Rodriguez pitched during batting practice. All right, I know, batting practice. But Grace Rodriguez went up on the mound and threw to batters. All right, what's the big deal? Adley Rushman was behind the plate. Grace Rodriguez threw to Adley Rushman with guys in the batter's box. That's one step closer to our dreams. That's one step closer to real baseball. I, I understand it's spring training. I understand it's bat and practice. But it's Grayson Rodriguez in an Orioles jersey throwing to Adley Rushman in an Orioles jersey with live batters. It's exciting. It's something fun. Even if it's just a few throws, it's fun. So, there's your baseball. Let's you want to talk about Masson for a minute? Because I don't like that the Orioles own Masson. I don't like that the Orioles own their own streaming, their own broadcast rights. I like that the NFL owns the broadcast rights of all the teams, and then they just divide that money up. I don't like the way baseball does it. It gives your owners too much control. It allows your owners to say, hey, we're not going to do any spring training games. If you have a really good owner, it's great. If you have an owner that loves baseball, it's wonderful. It's not working so well for us. I mean, right now, I think if he could get the rights to go on yesterday's daily, he'd broadcast some of these concerts on on Masson over some Oriole games. But there's something interesting going on in the world of, of MLB streaming, and that is Bally Sports. B-A-L-L-Y, sports, if you want to look this up. Um, I'm not sure if you're up to speed on what's going on with this. Bally Sports is like a Comcast Sportsnet, and they bought all these things, uh, but they didn't haven't paid. They owe a ton of money to baseball teams. They owe $140 million to baseball teams. 
And that $140 million is just interest on other money that they own owe to baseball teams and other franchises. They own the rights to 42 franchises. 15 of those are Major League Baseball teams. So that's scary because that means if you're a Tigers fan, if you're a Rays fan, the station that you watch the team on could be out of business and blacked out before opening day. Scary, right? Yes. But Rob Manfred came out and spoke out. And he said, don't worry about it. We're working it out. Not we're working it out and giving Bally Sports a longer leash and forgiving this debt. No. We're going to work it out and we'll take care of making sure these games are broadcast. That's good news. Baseball already has their own relationship with all of these cable companies. They have streaming back end already set up. MLB.TV is the best of all sports streaming. At one point, the NHL was using MLB.TV as their streaming provider because it's so powerful. The, the Major League Baseball's got this back end. The owners and these stupid cable rights like Bally Sports has what is the reason that we've been having blackouts. So the hope is, for me, let's look at the bright side. Bally Sports goes away. Major League Baseball now owns all the streaming rights. Name me a reason that Major League Baseball would want to black out your game. They wouldn't. The only reason Major League Baseball doesn't want you to watch Major League Baseball is because they signed a paper with some little cable company back in the day before they could own their own streaming rights, before they had the technology where you needed to make a deal with Comcast, Spectrum, whoever your cable provider is, to carry these games. So they signed a thing saying you have exclusive rights. Major League Baseball doesn't want to do blackouts. NFL blackouts are local because they signed the deals with the local TV stations. That's the past. As we get into this internet and future, those blackouts are going away. And the big hope is that this Bally Sports failure and this $140 million in interest payments, which I can't even imagine, is maybe the start of the end of blackouts. I don't know how much effect it's going to have on Madison. Not this year. But it's the start of the end. It's the chance of Major League Baseball, if they then control these 15, 16 baseball clubs' broadcast rights, they can immediately get rid of blackouts on those 15. That's more, that's more than half of the teams. Half the teams. Which means that's a lot of pressure to put on all the other baseball teams to say, hey, you can't black out your games either. Let's go and talk to Comcast. Let's talk to Masson. Let's talk to these guys and figure out how to get rid of blackouts. Blackouts are going away. And we can thank Bally Sports for that. Did I do that without trashing Ange John Angelos? Because he's only broadcasting three uh, spring training games on Masson, the station that he owns, where the whole point is to promote his team on his station. And we're going to see more World Series of poker than we are of Baltimore Orioles. Maybe I'll do that midseason. Maybe I'll do it next week. But I'll leave John Angelos alone today because there's hope, and it's thanks to Bally Sports. Have a great day.